It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast with your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. Take a seat at the table and join the conversation as David, Kevin, and their guests discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology to song selection. Feel free to poke fun at David's hair, talk football, or bring up other topics that have nothing to do with worship. We want to add your voice to the conversation. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. Or just head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop a note in the comments section of any episode. And now, it's time for the show. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast, episode 172. 172. And we're hoping, correct me if I'm wrong, David, but we're hoping that our next episode, 173, we'll be able to talk about uh, the Garden City Project and our Disneyland trip. Yeah. I'm just going to start saying it was it was like our Disneyland trip yeah, as yeah. if as if like might as well as if our families planned it together. Cuz that's how it's going to exist on the podcast. It will. So, so might, it will might forever as well be known as way. the Worship Ministry Catalyst Disneyland yeah, trip yeah, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh my family went to Disneyland and unbeknownst to us until just a few days before we left, David's family was already in Disneyland. So we caught up with David's family on it was your last day there, right? Mm-hmm. When we caught up and it was our second day there. Right. So uh, our second day in Disneyland, we caught up with David's family on their last day. And praise the Lord, the Little Mermaid opened. I know. So that Harper could go like on it the finally. Last, like <laughs> half an hour, we were literally leaving. And we said, let's go check one more time. Yes. And it was open. Yes. Anyway, that's that's for later. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk that about that later. Next episode. But, <laughs> but uh, this week, this episode. Yeah, this episode, uh, we uh, got another great interview coming your way. I'm with, telling uh, you, we got some good interviews lined up and coming down, and it's pretty exciting. It's a lot less of Kevin and David and a lot more of uh, good stuff, the content you want to hear. Right, which we know we know it's important for you to hear from us because, sure. you know, we're your hosts, and it's that's why we talk about our personal lives because we want you to know yeah, what us. What was that one episode, like, a few months ago where all we did was just, like, talk about, um, like, everything that happened in our lives. Right, and, over the course uh, of the summer. Over the whole yeah. summer, yeah. and uh, we we talked about, like, my cat dying. And, right, you know, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the whole episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to know more about us personally, you can go check those episodes out and uh, uh but anyway uh this this episode we're talking with jeremy mayfield and uh and we just a real delight in yeah. the interview i mean a fun guy very um, cool very fun yeah uh, obviously i'm assuming must be very talented we didn't hear him play on this episode although we asked him to <laughs> but uh but he's playing with several bands so obviously a very talented guy yeah, he's gone on a, a tour. He was actually saying that uh, tomorrow he leaves on tour with Sidewalk Prophets, uh, who I personally am, am a big fan of their music. So uh, anyway, you'll hear more uh, about that and the things that Jeremy's involved uh, in this interview. And some great projects he's working on yeah. that you're going to want to know about and uh, maybe even participate in. So here it is, our interview with Jeremy Mayfield. Well, we have uh, got a privilege for you here today, Worship Ministry Catalyst audience, and we are with Jeremy Mayfield. Uh, this this is one of those rare times that uh, you probably we probably wish this was a video podcast so that you mm-hmm. guys could uh, could experience some of the joy. He was talking about doing some 
interpretive and, dancing. Interpretive dance and, and those those things for us. But uh, so maybe our next thing, I, instead of doing a podcast, we need to start doing like video, yeah, like video a, a casting, vod, a vod cast. Yeah, that's that's our next thing. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's the future, fellas. But so that's that is just a, a moment of worship that Kevin and I will keep to ourselves yeah. for the. Uh, for You're all of eternity, but uh, <laughs> but hey, welcome to the podcast. How you doing today, Jeremy? Thanks, y'all. Uh, does that freak you out if I say y'all? No, I'm from Mississippi, so uh, I'm a Southern boy. That's perfect. Living in living in Tennessee, which was when I was a kid, Tennessee was actually considered Yankee territory, the North. So it's wow. <laughs> well, you know, believe I, it. I, I was yeah. gonna say, Jeremy, you actually would fit really well here in the Northwest. Uh, like if you were in the North Portland area, you would just you'd be perfect. You got the the hipster beard, you got the glasses. Like you, you I feel like you belong in Portland. True story. <laughs> I actually lived in Portland. Oh, nice. there yeah. it is. How long For, ago? That was oh goodness, maybe that was uh, five years ago now. Okay. I think maybe. So I was. I was there briefly. I was in, uh, in Yakima, Washington. Oh, wow. A lot of people. Okay. When were you uh, in Yakima? I was in Yakima 2008-ish kind of thing. So uh, Scott's in Yakima, and then the, right? Scott is in Yakima. You don't know Scott Olson, do you? Electric. Oh, I, know the, I feel like I know the name, though. He's an electric guitar player, great musician. I used to play with him yeah. back in the day. Uh, he has a couple right solo on. albums. Look him up. Tall. Red Tall. hair. Red hair. Yeah. Red hair. Yeah, red. Does he have anyway. an amazing red beard? He does. Does he? Yeah. I'm not as yes. amazing okay. as yours, though. Yeah, All yours right. is epic. Of course, <laughs> the, the, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but enough you're, about facial hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> enough about that. And, so. and, your, and your address history. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, could you just really quickly introduce yourself to us and uh, let us know who you are and, and kind of why we're talking to you today? Sure. I'm not sure why you're talking to me. I think you probably have better things to do. But so I question your integrity and your motives altogether at this wow. point. But let's just be upfront about it, okay, guys? Can we do that from the yeah. start? So I kid. Okay, so uh, I'm Jeremy Mayfield, uh, beard wearer, psalm singer. I've been in very. I've been in worship ministry, I guess, for in some form or fashion since I was 15. So that's like. A good 22 years of playing in church bands and then onward and becoming a worship leader. And then eventually, uh, at one point, my Yakima stint was actually, I was there as a worship pastor slash uh, outreach missions pastor slash small groups pastor. So it was kind of a smaller church and wore a lot of hats. Um, So these days, I'm a a freelance musician and I... uh, Started a website called singasalm.com because I, uh, I'm i actually, here's the shocker of shockers, I'm a Catholic, oh. so don't freak out. <gasps> oh no, you and Matt Marr. Don't freak out. You and Matt, Matt Marr, we got lots of, we got lots of talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day I'm going to play with, with Matt Marr, by the way. Matt, if you're listening, just holler at me okay just <laughs> see now that would be cool I, that's a dream of mine too like i'd love to play with matt marr that guy i got a lot of respect for him he's a great songwriter great worship leader um great great man yeah not, not that i know of... him but <laughs> i wish i knew him. one day i'm gonna know him. we're gonna there be best go. friends good yeah just just declare it now <laughs> i'm doing it <laughs> so uh 
yeah, so I've been, uh, the short story of a part of the music ministry for me was when I became Catholic, that was about five years ago or so, uh, and uh, started, was exposed, I guess, to uh, responsorial psalms, part of the liturgy every week, and that was something that I was I'd never really been exposed to before. I'd always had a love of scripture, but um, just not on that liturgical sense, I guess, in the the beauty and the simplicity of the responsorial psalm. So, but so I have, I, I came in and I'm there, and I got a little bit frustrated with the musical arrangements of the psalms that we were forced to sing every week. So I kind of like. <laughs> We got to do this. We all got a heads up, right? Like we know we're going to be singing these every Sunday, so <laughs> surely we can get some. Anyway, at least in some sense, better. I don't want to be that guy who's such a pompous jerk about whatever. Right. My music is better. Modern music is better than whatever. But I came in. I had, and I'd come from yeah, being in the in general the Protestant music world is it's more. I don't know. I could say advanced. I guess in a way, and um, there's more emphasis placed on that in general for good and for bad, I think. Uh, so I came in and then I start, I became a, uh, a youth, youth music minister basically at a Catholic church and was kind of going through and leading things and started arranging the Psalms myself, just kind of out of necessity at first, and then really started to really connect and enjoy it. And it became kind of a passion for me. And I think now, looking back, I think that's one of the reasons why God called me into the Catholic Church, actually, is to to do that, hopefully, and to, to, to bring some... To breathe a little fresh life into some of those uh, songs and psalms and... Yeah, that's, cool. that's what... That's, that's my theory at this point. So, <laughs> so now at this we'll point, see. you've taken it from just something you've used in ministry to make the, uh, the psalms maybe a little more relevant for a younger audience, and, and now you have... Uh, a website and a project called Sing a Psalm, right? Right. So it's there as a resource primarily for other musicians, liturgical men. I've heard a lot of people from whatever, Baptist churches and Methodist and Catholic, whatever, using using the Psalms and having a site, at least a resource place where you could download chord charts and music and That's that kind cool. of a thing. So I'm hoping it's a, a hub. And so, and so, Jeremy, and so you're, just to be clear, you're making that uh, resource available uh, for anyone who goes to your website. Uh, they can they can see the, the charts and they can, you know, hear the music and, and they're able to uh, use those kind of things for, for their own uh, worship uh, services or experiences, right? Yeah, exactly. That's- I'm still trying to tweak my site a little bit and try to get it a little bit more user-friendly, so... Don't judge me. Don't hate me yet. But if you go to the site, I'm still, uh, it's still getting off the ground. It's kind of in its takeoff stage, I guess you would say. But I do feel like it's a work in progress. Exactly. Cool. But yeah, that's, it's there. So I'd love people to come check it out and sign up for the email to stay tuned and get some stuff and let me know what I can do to make it better actually so nice i kind of feel like we should ask you to sing a song <laughs> sing a song I mean, well. with, a, with, a, with a name like that it's like <laughs> sing a song i mean sing a song i mean it's, it's sing a psalm.com right that's true yeah so that so. is it <laughs> and actually i force you if you go to the site you actually are the ones who have to sing a song to me personally <laughs> 
that you so should I've... you should make it like something where in order to get access to like the chord charts you have to hey. yeah you, you have to like uh sing at least you know for 30 seconds in the microphone like your your, your laptop microphone or or tablet or whatever dude i love it <laughs> yeah that is that's the next level after the thumbprint id you have to <laughs> yeah. who needs sing. thumbprint id we ne- we now need like vocal uh singing recognition on our devices that's what we should do <laughs> dude that's like mission impossible level kind of stuff. i love it so I understand you've also uh, toured as as an artist with with some groups. Yeah, I recently that's not hasn't been traditionally the main thing I guess that I've been doing. But the last year since I moved to Nashville back in February, um, so I'm still kind of getting settled in up here. But yeah, I've had the opportunity to to tour with uh, Big Daddy Weave, and who's always been one of my favorite bands actually, guys that I've. Great. admired from a distance kind mm-hmm. of a thing and uh got a chance Great. to go on tour with them briefly and plum another artist that i admired for years and then jordan feliz who's a newer newer kid on the block in the ccm music world but um he's super yeah super talented super great and um so what now do you, i'm on what do you play what sorry do you, go ahead what do you do when you're touring do you play do you sing do you i don't i just kind of let my beard do the talking for me. Uh, you're, you you're a groupie. That's, you just kind of hang out, right? It's like, yeah. When I say I toured, I mean I I followed the bus wherever they went. <laughs> In my car. Does that count? No. So I'm a keyboard player by by nature. Nice. That is my nat- natural habitat. And then I do some other fooling around on guitars and other instruments. That's great. So both David and I are keyboard players as well. So usually the guys that we are talking to are guitarists. You know, everyone's a guitarist these days. So it's great to uh-huh. great to meet a fellow keyboardist. Yay. Do you, uh, do you, Stick together. you use the uh, Nord Stage 2 like everyone else in the world on stage? <laughs> you pretty much have to. I think it's like a pact that yeah. you sign <laughs> at some point. I, I signed a blood... <laughs> A blood pact with yeah. the uh, Nord yeah. Beast. I, yeah. I do actually have a Nord that I use. <laughs> See, you know, I remember back in the day. Do you remember? It was like early 2000, maybe late 90s. The like the industry standard, everyone was using the Core Triton. Remember mm-hmm. the Core Triton? Yeah. yeah. That was the I big thing. Man, that was it, man. Days. I had a Roland, a Roland Phantom at one point. Ooh. That was my... Yamaha became pretty big with their motif. The motif, yeah. yeah. The Yamaha motif was See? a yeah. thing. I still think they have some pretty Classic. great sounds, but uh, anyway. I do too. But now it really is like if you don't have a Nord, you're not legit at all. Yeah. Like you don't even <laughs> right. deserve you're, you're, to you're touch not a relevant. Keyboard. Yeah, it's like you can't go on tour with a with a role. Although <laughs> funny, casting crowns. Uh, I was backstage. Uh, I have a friend who works um, with uh, Compassion International, and uh, casting crowns is uh, with Compassion. Anyway, so uh, the the gal who plays uh, keyboards. Like they use the oldest, like from 1992, the super old, like a uh, Roland something or other, like an RD 300 or something is what wow. they're using. <laughs> and, you know, there's only like five sounds on it, but those are the only sounds that she needs. And so, you know, they, 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 um, uh, they do the thing where they have like a upright piano that they carve out and they set the keyboard inside. Right. So you know, it, it looks like, you know, she's doing this cool piano thing, but it's like this super, and I'm back there and I'm like, you're kidding me. This is what she's playing, you know? So if it works, Hey, nice. do it. Yeah. So when you reach a certain level of awesome, like it doesn't matter what you're playing. That's right. There you go. Yeah. 
You just go. Right. Well, um, I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> oh, reminds Thanks me for the that. reminder, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for. Just to keep everyone <laughs> humble. But uh, it reminds me Appreciate of that episode it. of Andy Griffith. You ever watch Andy Griffith? Anyone ever watch Andy Griffith? Man. Or is yeah. it just me? You know, I that, grew up on it. Did you remember that one with the kid that played the guitar? And like, and he's auditioning for the group. I can't remember. There was a family group and he's getting a hard time uh-huh. because he doesn't sound good. And they're making fun of him because he can't tune his guitar and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden he just takes off and rips on it. And it's just like blows everyone away. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't matter what you're Classic. playing. Right. I'm, it's true. Yeah. I'm going to rip pretty soon. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, working it up to that. Okay. Nice. <laughs> well, it's going to um, go off. <laughs> See, you're, uh, you've also uh, started something called or been a part of something called Unsung. Yeah, so Unsung is a nonprofit organization that kind of came out of, the, came out of nowhere. I wasn't meant to be. I didn't try to start it, actually. So the brief story, and I'd love for people to go check it out. I think it'll be it's an inspiring, inspiring thing for sure for anybody, even though it's uh, – Still, again, kind of in its infancy, there are only a couple of stories on there. So Unsung, we tell real stories of unsung heroes. So the goal is to try to find, and for me, so it birthed out of a love of the divine transcendentals of truth, beauty, and goodness, and trying to shine a light on those in this insane world that we live in where Kim Kardashian's booty is the chop trending topic on Facebook kind of thing. <laughs> right. Uh, so, and it should be, if we're honest, come on. Uh, <laughs> a kid. Don't even get me started. Anyway, so if that, that's the kind of world we live in. So people that are famous for being famous and being whatever. The opposite of the truth, beauty, and goodness mm. motif. So um, our goal starting that was to flip the script a little bit and put something out there social media wise and do little documentaries, kind of five minute vignettes, uh, highlighting somebody in the community that exhibits virtue and that deserves to be, have their story told and to kind of inspire other people and to help them out financially or if that's what it ends up needing to be. So the first story that we did was on a, a, a newspaper salesman who was kind of crippled. He was crushed by a, a truck when he was a teenager and had, Literally, I mean, it kind of looks like he's the a hunchback walking around mm. the city of Mobile where I was living there in Mobile. And, uh, you know, kind of a staple of the community in the town. Like, everybody knows that guy, but nobody really knows that guy. So um, that's – I'll let people go to the story. But I basically built a, a friendship with that guy named Charles Graham, um, who's going through a hard time right now, by the way. Just throw it out there for people to be praying for him because he recently found out that he's – really sick and may not have too much left, oh, uh, wow. too much time left wow. here. So um, it's been a roller coaster ride for sure with mm. him, but just a, a great man, hardworking guy, honest guy who would literally give you the only shirt off his back sort of a thing. Mm. And literally he's only had one shirt for many times in his life and been homeless off and on. So um, anyway, he's just a guy that inspired me and kind of in my own uh, – American spoiled bratty consumeristness need to kind of a, a slap in the face sometimes of reality of, Hey, remember there's that guy and he's content 
with what he has, and then you're gonna moan about that. Right. You don't have the newest Nord. Oh, <laughs> right. All you got is a Roland, man. All I had was a Phantom, and I didn't have a Nord, and it's like a really hard time in my life, guys. <laughs> um. So. Anyway, that's what Unsung is all about. That's kind of the heart of that. And so we did a couple stories in Mobile, and now I'm trying to revamp it a bit now that I've moved to Nashville. And I'm in talks with the Nashville Rescue Mission folks here in town who are amazing, amazing people, man. Their whole program is legit. So I'm hoping to partner with them so that we can tell some awesome stories of rehabilitation and transformation there and highlight some more truth and beauty and goodness That's great. in this dark crazy world very cool so where where do people go to find out about unsung so they can go to unsunglife.com okay unsunglife.com awesome you can kind of scroll around there very yeah well uh one one other quick thing we want to kind of hit you up on while you're while we've got you on here well maybe two things first uh uh how do you care for your beard do you use like the oils? That is, and... That's a personal, very private matter <laughs> that I don't appreciate you asking about. Can we, um, can't believe you brought that up, man. Yeah, I know. Come on, David. Why, yeah. you, why are you bringing up the beard? I'm jealous. I'm jealous because when I try to Gosh. grow mine out like that, it doesn't yeah. look like that. But no, no. I, I, I went through. I went through a I season where I grew my. Oil. You, you do use the oils. I do. Yeah, there you go. I'm okay. an oily dude. I'm an es- <laughs> I, I use essential oils too. I'm I'm lathered up right now with some some essential oils. I have a bottle oh, right here. You really got them. That's great. <laughs> I'm sniffing and whiffing. He's got it right so, there, uh, just in case. He, I mean, in case there's a beard emergency while we're on the podcast, he's ready to go. Wow. Right? Guys, if it gets dry in here, I'm, yeah, you don't want to have a dry beard in it. So, no, but uh, the sec- other other second question, question, second the, question the, is the real um, question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're going to be uh, a part of Garden City next year on their Ephesians album, which will be launching on the U version Bible app, and uh, uh, your uh, your studio Stock and Stone also wants to do more to cultivate local church artistry as well. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, Stock and Stone new studio that just getting ramped up or actually once again, I feel like everything in my life is kind of in this ramping up phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just tired all the time <laughs> at this point, but, uh, and I have three young kiddos. So, wow. um, say a prayer for me, folks, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. I, <laughs> but so the, the future is, is bright and it's going to be awesome. So the thing with stock and stone studios is something here I'm running with a partner of mine and we're my, we're going to do, we want to do all kinds of music, anybody, everybody. But one of the things for local churches is something that I've been passionate about for years since I've been in local church ministry forever, it seems like. And it's always been a struggle for me as a creative artist to have an outlet for that, at least funding even. Like, it's just not even on the table. It's like, hey, you play these songs, you do your worship set that other people, other songs other people have written, and then you've got a song that you might do on a special Sunday or whatever. But the time during the week to actually cultivate the art of being creative and songwriting and producing and whatnot is usually not there. It's low on the totem pole. So I would love to see more local churches 
start some sort of a scholarship fund, if you want to call it that. So there's the whatever, the First Baptist Church scholarship fund for music recording. So it's a yearly sort of project that you know is going to be part of the budget every year, and it pays for a five-song EP of the songs that people in your local church are, are writing and what's relevant to you and coming out of being birthed out of whatever those local ministries are. But there's there are funds there to be able to, to make that happen. And um, I'm hoping that I can try to pitch that idea and get that around to where Stock and Stone is maybe the place. That's one of the places where you you go and you spend a week here and you come out with you're able to cultivate and really grow as an artist and, mm. and come out with a product that you can take back and bless the local church and then, you know, online with the rest of the world. So that's cool. That's one of the, the aspects. Yeah. Yeah. And what so we'll is the, what is the Ephesians thing you're working on with uh, Garden City? Yeah, with Garden City with Dave. Dave Yauk is the man with the plan. <laughs> we've had him on our, we've had him on our show before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Familiar. Literally familiar has a plan him. for everything. Yeah. That that man knows everybody. And anyway, he's a great, great guy, great connector. Um, so he's gonna we're gonna be recording some stuff here and in a couple other studios. I think we're partnering with Visible Music College uh, over in Memphis, um, which is a great school. We got some great production stuff going on over there. So with some, putting scripture to music, so that's kind of in my bag with. The Psalms project, and also there's another thing too. So the Ephesians project we're working on next year. We're currently working on something called the Liturgy Project, which is an album of songs that I've written, songs that Dave has written, songs will be written together. Where it's literally, literally just it's a liturgy, it's a church service from top to bottom. Hmm. So that's that's the album, and you code, you enter in, and it goes through responsorial psalms and other parts of worship, and then even has a have a message, a brief message at some point with and then an ending anyway so that's that's something we're really excited about so that'll be partnered through garden city dave yauk as well that uh hopefully releasing in the near future at some point and then the ephesians project working on that next year which is just putting putting scripture to music which is one of the most powerful things you can do i think so cool that's cool. It sounds like there's a, sounds like a lot of projects. I mean, you uh, uh, you you got the Psalms project, and you got the Ephesians project, and you got these other things. And I mean, kind of like you said, you're uh, you're in this like perpetual state of like kicking things off, right? Pretty much. It's yeah. It's it's just blowing and going at this point. Uh, I got to give a little plug here, if you don't mind me saying, to go to the Garden City website. I just released a single, actually. Uh, a pop song, electro pop song. This kind of seems random from a guy who's writing psalm arrangements. Called a, a song called "Haunt," a song called "Haunt Me," which is kind of this darker pop deal. But everybody, go check it out. Let me know what you think. You can get a free download of it if you go to the Garden City, uh, the website there, or you'll search for it on on YouTube. But Jay Brumay is my official artist name. Nice. Uh, and. Uh, Sounds fancy, right? Yeah. So you're like, what do, what's this guy all about? <laughs> um, so that's going on, and I'm actually about to release another video. I got to plug it today. I haven't. It's about to be published on YouTube as soon as I get off the phone with you guys. Uh, that I co-wrote with a fantastic songwriter named Ross King. Oh yeah, and I've got to plug him too. If you don't know, we've had a uh, okay. we've had Ross on you're our good show man. too. Yeah, he's great. 
what? Hey, okay. I thought you guys were all right. All right. Now I know. Okay, so Ross and I co-wrote a song a couple weeks ago called Any Friend of His. Um, and we're about, we just shot an acoustic video here at Stock and Stone yesterday and are releasing that. But it's it's a very timely song, kind of almost like this folky uh, protest, Bob Dylan-y kind of a thing regarding uh, Christian's fighting and bickering over uh, a big decision that's going to happen next Tuesday and certain <laughs> right. political candidates and leanings and uh, arguments on Facebook that are always productive, right? right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, a, that's the best place to argue. Of course, on social media. Yeah, that is the yeah. best. Oh, man, guys, if I could say one thing, yes, definitely, people, keep it up. Please keep <laughs> arguing on social media. Wow. You're changing the world, folks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's a song. It's called Any Friend of His that's about to be released, and I hope it will be uh, a means of reconciliation and uh, civility and some sanity, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> to be regained. Because I, I do think no matter what happens uh, on Tuesday, there's going to be some hurt people and some angry people and some uh, some reeling that's going to occur. And uh, I don't know, I kind of hope that maybe even this song could be used in churches the following Sunday or in the the months to come, possibly, as I don't know. I think it could be a a powerful mm. tool, actually, of healing. So uh, great. Very we'll see. Cool. You can find search for that. Awesome. So well, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Just cut me off if I need to. I got to give one more shout out because I didn't mention these guys, the Sidewalk Prophets, um, Christian band. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Super yes. great. I've been on tour with them. I'm actually leaving tonight to go out with another leg of them, but just had to give them a shout out. Nice. There's we all we, the people that I've worked with are amazing. Yeah, so we have not had Sidewalk Prophets on our show, but Jeremy, I'm hoping that you can change that. When you see them tonight, <laughs> you make sure to let them know that they need to be on Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast because we'd love to have Sidewalk. I'm, I'm actually a big Sidewalk Prophets fan. Uh, I love their music. I'm very right. familiar with it. So uh, do what you need to do to get them on the show, okay? <laughs> I will do whatever it takes, wink, wink. I get what you're saying, Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I know a guy. Yeah, you know a guy. Hopefully, you do. Hopefully, you know the guys are playing with. That'd be that'd be a good place to start. But uh, right that's on. all the time we have for today, Jeremy. Uh, can you tell us, uh, tell our audience, tell us where we can uh, get in touch with you and where we can stay up to date with what's going on in your crazy life? Sure. So go to you can go to singapsalm dot com. If you go there, you can go to the homepage, scroll to the bottom. You can look at videos and whatnot, but scroll to the bottom and sign up for the email list, if you will. And that'll help me keep in touch with you and keep you posted on what's what's going on there. Other way, or you can go to my, my YouTube, which is J Brumay, J-B-R-U-M-A-Y, or just search for Jeremy Mayfield. You might get some NASCAR racing videos. <laughs> there was, I've, I've retired. That's an old part okay, of my life. Okay, and I've right. raced we won't go it. down that road today. <laughs> Don't don't go down that road. <laughs> uh, anyway, those are the, probably the, the two best uh, places I think that you can find me these days, or find me on Facebook, stalk me, hang out, let's argue about politics and religion. <laughs> right, awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the show today, Jeremy. Thank you all for having me. Well. I mean, there's. I mean, the biggest regret I have about that interview is that we we didn't have video 
of his to, beard to share of his beard <laughs> because seriously i mean it's not the biggest beard i've seen but, but it's it, so full it's epic yeah. and thick and rich yeah, yeah so you remember when i went through you know I, I um i shaved my head that one time to do to do the uh, lip sync battle you know like last year and then since my head was shaved i'm like I want to try to do the I want to try to do the look the the shaved head look with the big beard thing, mm-hmm. and so you know I grew my beard out for I don't know four months or something three or four months you know didn't didn't touch a razor um, like Samson you know type deal, and and it grew but it wasn't like this really thick full beard it was more of like um, uh, one of our elders Bob Davini. Uh, he called me uh, uh, Jihad Kevin because it, it looked like kind of that, you know, Arabic. Um, scraggly. Yeah, very scraggly, yeah. Uh, you know, oh, kind of thin, um, you know, and it just like like I, I looked like I could be, you know, a, a Jihad version of Kevin. Um, and so, you know, it's just I, I, I want I want that full thickness. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. Yeah. It, uh, it reminds me because uh, I went to purchase a chainsaw this week. <laughs> Wait, where, where, wait yeah, where are you going yeah, with this? Because yeah. uh, you know we live on a farm now and we use firewood, and so like I need a chainsaw, right? And so I went and I, the, I bought it from a guy on Craigslist, and man, I get there and this guy just has this beard. I mean, it's just like oh, it's, he's like a lumberjack. It's, yeah, like, it's just like thick. I mean, it just it looks like up. layers and layers and layers yes. and layers of beard. I'm like, I'm yes. like I need to be focused on asking you questions <laughs> about this chainsaw, but I'm so distracted by your beard. Yeah, see, you, <laughs> like, you, you start talking about the chainsaw yeah. and I'm like, where are you going? And I thought you were going to talk about how, you know, you can cut your beard with a chainsaw. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't recommend that. No, that's not that's safe. That's not safe at all. No, but, uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, thank you. Thank you, Jeremy, for your time today yeah, you. and this episode. And, uh, and I'm really um, hoping we get Sidewalk Profits yeah, on yeah, here. That would great. that would make me stoked. I would love that. Live like that. That song's in my head because yeah. you, you brought I wanna it up. I want to live like that. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. Got that, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. Got it. But, uh, anyway, so, you know, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jeremy, for your time today. Um, as we mentioned, next week, next week's episode, you're going to hear a lot about our our conversation that we're having with uh are we recording yeah we're recording okay it just hasn't scrolled forward god man that scared me for a second okay cut that part out (laughs) (laughs) but uh we're going to be talking a lot about where we're headed now in the future and and partnering with with the garden city project we're not you know we're not uh we're still partnering with a lot of the other people we're partnering with too we've got a great partnership with uh with a lot of guys joe brookhouse and the guys over at frequency.fm and uh, and things like that and just uh, but we're wanting to make sure we're we're doing our part to support what we think or I think, and we've talked about you know yeah. the worship revolution that needs to happen in America. Nothing wrong with the top forty worship songs; those are great worship songs. But but we, the idea of the local, church the local church producing artists and you know breathing life to kind of a, a a new idea or not a new idea, but you know just a new layer of of worship arts is an exciting thing. I should mention, not to promote myself, but the idea that we're kind of talking about comes from the creation emancipation. And yep. uh, we talked about that at length in that book. And uh, it's up over a thousand downloads now, by Ooh, the way. Uh, get a thousand it. people have gotten it. Go so. check it. I, I'll tell you, I read it. Uh, it's a great book. Uh, it's it's conversational. Uh, it's easy to read. Uh, it's not, you know, super over your head intellectual, but um, really great stuff. Kind of broken up in two parts there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I love that first section about the idea. Um, that, you know, God creates and he created us and therefore we are creative. 
And so that's going to play into a lot of what we're talking about over yeah. the ne- over the coming months. So if you want to go check that out, you can go get that on uh, worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can buy it if you want to buy a copy so you have it on your Kindle. You're welcome to do that. No one has done that yet. They've just downloaded the free copies, and I don't blame you. I'd download the yeah. free copy over buying one, Sure, too. But uh, I couldn't put it for free on Amazon. I had to have a price with it. Oh, did but, it, are you really? Yeah, Seriously? Yeah, so yeah. they won't let you just put free stuff on there? I, I don't think so. Man. I couldn't figure out how to do it anyway. So, <laughs> You're like, fine. Uh, so you can buy it there if you want to. It's not going to hurt my feelings, but uh, you can get it for free. And it's all you, know, you can search for it on Pinterest and those kinds of things. Cool. Well. Find it there. But... Uh, That's all the time we have for this episode. We will see you next week when we're talking about this in depth. So have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Wait a second. Wait, what? We didn't tell anyone where to find all that, right? We didn't say. That's right. WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. Email. Kevin at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. Twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. Facebook.com slash WorshipMinistryCatalyst iTunes, leave your reviews, and uh, go check out GardenCityProject.com to find out more about what's going on over there. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst.